It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Trust Life on SEN Track with Jason Bonington and Tim O'Connor. Brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Best range at the lowest prices. Welcome back to Trot's Life here on SEN Track. It's the only dedicated harness racing show Australia-wide that goes two hours a day, five days a week. And then we've got Friday night and Saturday night racing. It never ends here for all three codes at SEN Track. And a very uh, great friend of the station now, a man who's a recent tutor in the Tuesday tutorial, but uh, representing Racing Tasmania every single week on this show is Jamie Cockshut. And he'd be, um, oh, is he a nervous man? Is he an excited man right now? We're only, we're only a couple of days away from the granny. How are you feeling, Jamie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never, I never used to get nervous, Jase, to be honest. You know, even if you've got all this going for a fair bit of money on the pump. But, yeah, the D's are starting to get me a little bit nervous. So I actually think they're a chance to win them, mate. Hey, Jase. Uh, yeah. Jamie on the, the show last week uh, revealed that he uh, booked the tickets and flights to <laughs> Perth very, very early in the season. So I don't think he gets nervous. He's got you, you, the, th- the thing is, Jamie's got a little bit more money than us, Doc. That's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, we, 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 he could book them and then say, oh, look, you I just, just had a feeling and it, and it just didn't work out. Oh, well. I might go to Perth anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? It'd, uh, it'd be working out. But I, I'll, tell you what, uh, I'll tell you what, Jamie, have you gone through that that bargaining thing with yourself? You know, you know that Melbourne's got a great team. They're the best team this year. They probably deserve to win the grand final. But if you've gone through that bargaining already with yourself, oh, no, if it doesn't work out this year and we lose, this is this is a really good side and we'll probably have three or four chances over the next few years or are you just focusing on Saturday night? Uh, just Saturday night, mate. They're there to win it. and um, They've been the best side all year and they've just got to get the job done, mate. Simple as that. They've just got to show up and played it how they've been playing, and I don't think the Bulldogs can beat them. But if the Demons are a little bit off, the Bulldogs, you know, will take advantage of that, that's for sure. I was talking to a mate. I've got a, a really good friend who's a, a mad Melbourne supporter as well, Jamie, and I said when next time Essendon makes the grand final, I'll be having a, a very large wager on the opposition to win the game because I want to be compensated if my team gets beat. Are you a, are you an all-or-nothing man, or are you having a little wager on the dogs? <laughs> Well, I'm an all-or-nothing man. I've been back in Melbourne all year, to be honest. He's <laughs> chips in. And I, could, and I could cash out for, uh, you know, a half-decent sum, but, mate, um, I'm all in. You know, so if they win, it's a little bit of pocket money as well as um, just the joy of finally seeing Melbourne win the grand final after 40-odd years of following too right. Well, let's get to where we can get some extra pocket money for the listeners. Where are we playing on Sunday in Tasmania? Well, we got Hobart first, Tim, at, on Friday night, Grand Final. It was only a seven-bank card, but, you know, it's a second meeting. But there is a good thing on the night, and it will be winning. That's all we saw. It's just what odds we're going to get. And that comes up in race seven, number six. A three-year-old called Denwin Dancer. Um, this yeah, just looks very well placed in this field. Can do plenty of work in his races. He'll be winning. A um, dollar eighty or better is a good bet. 
I'm not you you know odds on punter, but I'll take a dollar only doing with dancer. And probably the next best on that program is race six number ten Navour Pixie. Um she won last Sunday at Hobart and was a pretty strong winner, went to the breeze and just proved too strong from them and if anything this is easier, so I think she'll be winning as well, mate. So they're the main two at Hobart. So uh, uh, race seven number sorry mate, yeah, just to reiterate race seven number six Denwin Dancer is your best, just about a good thing, and then your next best is race six number ten Navua Pixie, and then you're gonna play at Devonport as well on Sunday. Yeah, well, Devonport's a, a big car. It's the feature race meeting. We've got the finals of the four-year-old Sire Stakes series, which, you know, the Granny Smith for the Mares and the Raider Stakes for the, the Colton Geldings. Um, the Granny Smith, you know, probably not a race now. Blame it on me. He's clearly the class runner, and she's come up with a pole, which is a massive advantage around Devonport. So she got beat in the prelude the other week, but... She's outside the second line. She's done plenty of work in the run and, and battled away okay. But I think she'll be leading. And she's going to take something special from the likes of Iron Gorgeous, Better and More, and back MacBev to knock her off, to be honest, boys. Um, the Raider Stakes, that's a tricky race. Uh, there's a horse that I actually bred at home called Watch My Lips. Um, he'll be the favourite, but he's drawn terribly outside the second line, which is not ideal for him because most of his wins he's, he's led from the front of the field and and been too good. Now, the tight Devonport track is also against him, but he does have a class edge over his rivals, and um, just as long as that man, Ricky Duggan, can stay out of trouble and make the right move, mate, I think he can still get over the top of the likes of, like, Costa Mo and Kivik. And Rock in a hard place. He was massive last week, winning his prelude. He sat parked at 30-odd to one. You know, they outsmarted me, that's for sure. And... He's drawn a three, so he'll probably go to the breeze again and, and keep a solid tempo. So it's going to be a good race, but I'll stick with Watch My Lips. I'll have to, with my heart and my brain, to be honest. So let's just hope he can get the job done. Uh, we, um, sorry, keep going, Jamie. Um, the other good thing is Sunny Sands, race six, number five. Boys, he's a really nice pilot. Come back from a, a long injury spell in free-for-all company. Um, this is a lot easier. Stan Star Conditions, which is a slight query, but um, he has run from the sand before, and, you know, Gareth Rattra will get him away, and he'll work up around the breeze or even the lead, and he should be winning. And race four, number 11, Sports Candy. I was on her last week for a good good collect, but she just got a bit too far back the way that, out of the race, the way the race was running. She did make up good ground late, good ground late so... I think at Devonport, only 10 horse field. Connor Crook will get her into that position this week, and I think she can get over the top of rivals at around about the $3.54 mark. Sports Candy, was she the last leg of the parlay last week? Yes, Tim. Yeah, sorry to rub that in because I was on as well. I was on as <laughs> yes, well, Jamie. Tim. So. Yes, yeah. Tim. <laughs> uh, I was on as well, mate. So I just wanted to uh, yeah. see if it was the same pain I was feeling. Are you doing? Are we playing it that way again? Uh, three and four parlay this week. Yeah, we'll do the three or four parlay again. Like, um, just talk us through three, that for those who don't know what that means. Well, the three or four parlay. You know, you pick out the four horses that you like at a meeting, and when you go to the three, you'll also get a collective pick get the treble is three out of the four win. It's a good way to bet, you know, just to enhance your odds, but, you know, there is that little bit of luck involved because, as we all know, when we have a multi bet, nine and a half times out of ten, one leg will let us down. Yeah. So, it's just like a little bit of an insurance, to be honest. So, we'll start off with race four, number 11, Sports Candy. Race five, number one, blame it on me. 
Um, she's going to be short. She'll probably be a dollar thirty, dollar forty, but she'll be winning. So we'll just chuck her in. Sunny Sands, race six, number five, should be around the two forty, two fifty mark. But punters, put your moldies on early or parlays on early because I think he was short enough come race time. And watch my lips. He should be around two twenty, two thirty, but he does have a, you know, the reputation of opening up under the odds a lot in his start. So he could be one. You know, it'd be interesting to see, but you'd want two twenty, two thirty to put him in. But I'm confident three of the four will win, and even the whole four will win. Watch my lips for the cream then if we can get through the first two legs. So just quickly, race four, number 11, Sports Candy. Race five, number one, Blame It On Me. Race six, number five, Sunny Sands. And the cream on the cake, race seven, number 10, Watch My Lips. J-Bon. And if you want to uh, if you want to just add that, make it a four-five parlay maybe. We need the Norm Smith medalist, I guess. That would help. That Can we chuck that one in for <laughs> we'll us as well? We know, well? We know which team it's going to be, so which player, that's, that's the key. Well, I think Max Gorn will dominate the ruck. Yeah. And that'll take Melbourne a long way to winning. And after he's gave the prelim, he's going to be in the umpire's eyes. And $8 is worth a, a play at that. But the one I've been back on a big odds, I think he's in the $41 now, he's young Kasai Pickett. Um, he's been bursting to take a game by the scruff of the neck. You know, so close. And, you know, the Perth crowd, he'll have a few local, you know, his family's there coming down from Darwin. And he's won a big odds. And if he kicks three or four in Melbourne win, well, he could be do like a Cyril Rioli in the Hawthorne days when Cyril kicked three or four and got the Norm Smith medal. He, he's, he's into 41. What have what you been backing him at? I'll back him at 61s and 51s, but uh, nothing too big. But, That's but, what you don't um, But he's, he's the one I think that, you know, if Melbourne have a good win, I reckon Bill Cossie Pickett, he could light it up at Optus Stadium on Saturday evening. It's, it's, it's happened plenty of times before, hasn't it? Uh, going down that track, and you've got that that electric little player that can uh, that can mm. that can maybe get three or four goals and and can uh, and, and can steal a Brownlow, a uh, Norm Smith, I should say. We wish you the best of luck, Jamie. Um, and I'll tell you what, look out, Perth, if Melbourne win, because yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I'm looking forward to it. We just don't want no bad luck, mate. That's the way I'll, I'll look at it. Just no bad luck, and I think we can get the job done. Uh, we, we will wish you the best luck and also with the tips, mate, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Take care, lads. There's, Thanks, mate. That's Jamie Cockshut from Racing Tasmania. Time for our final break here on the Thursday edition of Trot's Life. You're joined by Tim O'Connor, Jay Bonner, JD. When we come back, we might just... I'll just shoot the shit for a bit, shoot I think, until we, until we say, say au revoir. Let's do it. G'day, it's Pat.